Hello, this is Jeff Windsor, and this is Lucky Words, a podcast where we talk about culture, art, and a good deal of poetry, ideally all while we're outdoors doing something cool. It is a beautiful morning. And if you're listening on the day that I release this, it's Easter morning. Here in Utah, I've got blue skies with some puffy white clouds. Right this minute, oh, it's probably in the upper 40s. Just gorgeous. I'm recording this before Easter. And I'm up in Blue Rock Valley. I taught a class this morning and then left campus and drove up to the trailhead and then hiked up here and decided to sit down and record. A little, little fire. Just because I could. I don't even need it. I just wanted to. I thought if I'm going to sit for a minute, I may as well. I don't know, just have a nice little fire. It's cheery. On this beautiful spring morning, I'd like to record an Easter poem. This is George Herbert's Easter Wings. Lord who createdst man in wealth and store, Though foolishly he lost the same, decaying more and more, till he became most poor. With thee let me rise as larks harmoniously, and sing this day thy victories. Then shall the fall further the flight in me. My tender age in sorrow did begin, and still with sickness and shame. Thou didst so punish sin that I became most thin. With thee let me combine and feel thy victory, for if I imp my wing on thine, affliction shall advance the flight in me. This poem, one of Herbert's most famous, and in part most famous because it's a shape poem. And if you look at it on the page or in the show notes or on the website at jeffreywindsor.net, you'll see that it is made to look like wings. It starts wide and then grows small and gets wide again. Two stanzas, both of them looking perhaps like angel's wings so that the words with thee in both poems is that center point where it is the the middle of the wing, but also for wings closest to the body, closest to the speaker with thee speaking to God. If you look at the way that it was first published in Herbert's book, In the Temple, It's published so that you have to turn your head sideways to read it, so that it looks like the wings are flying up toward the top of the page. Most modern editions don't follow that example, but they publish it so that the words are easiest to read, but it looks as though the wings are flying off to the right off the page. 
Herbert's original, while it is harder to read, does illustrate his point more that there is that upward lift. The poem is flying up, up toward God, up toward heaven. So this poem is often used in schools because it's something that you can talk about and have the kids write shape poems. Herbert wrote another one called The Altar, which is in the shape of an altar. Uh, and there are other famous shape poems in history. There's one about a mouse tail. But this one also works as a poem just on its own right. When you're listening to this and can't see the poem and perhaps can't even picture the weird shape that I'm trying to describe, there is still something powerful about the poem. Let's walk through it. He begins with a metaphor about wealth and poverty. Lord who createdst man in wealth and store. So in our original creation, we had everything. We were wealthy in that we had all that God could provide for us. Though foolishly he, that is man, foolishly he lost the same. So we have squandered what we were given decaying more and more till he became most poor. It has reduced down to just those two words. So he has demonstrated with the line the same thing that he is describing in the poem. We had much and then lost it. It gets smaller and lost it. It gets smaller until we are most poor down to this tiny just two words. From there, it increases again with thee. Oh, let me rise as larks harmoniously and sing this day thy victories. Then shall the fall further the flight in me. So it grows back. And then he hearkens back to the biblical idea, the fall of Adam, which is the precursor that leads to man being in the fallen state that, that humankind is in now. And it is through the atonement of Jesus Christ that a person overcomes the fall. And so... Then shall the fall further the flight in me. And the poverty of that, the first few lines, and the fall of man getting down small, and then through Christ, it grows and gets bigger, and redemption comes. And it is because of that smallness that the greatness gains its glory. Hence, through the fall, it furthers the flight. Then in the second stanza, he drops the metaphors of the first two and starts in with another one. My tender age and sorrow did begin and still with sickness and shame. The sorrow of, the, of birth, the pain of birth, leads to the diminishment of the next line. And again, it grows smaller and smaller. Thou didst so punish sin that I became most thin. And most thin, like most poor in the first stanza, is this little two-word stanza. It is thin on the page. And conceptually, it is also thin because sin has taken the the, the, the human being, the speaker of the poem, and has made him emaciated spiritually. The most thin and most poor echo each other, but the with thee is the direct repetition that we have from the first stanza. With thee, let me combine and feel thy victory. 
So it is that combining and it is growing again like it did in the first stanza. For if I imp my wing on thine. The word imp means to take a broken feather on the wing of a bird and combine it or repair it with something else. And so it's taking the wings that are in the title of the poem, Easter wings, wings that are the visual of the poem, and wings we have in the first stanza, let me rise as larks harmoniously, and here these are the angel wings, but it's also the speaker's wings. If I imp my wing on thine, so take my broken wing, my broken feathers, and use thine, but it's not with thine, it's on thine. For if I imp my wing on thine. And what he is subtly getting at with that one preposition there is Herbert is saying it's not just that we take some of God's grace, but that we rely wholly on his grace. We are taking our wings and replacing them with his, or we are simply riding on his wings. And in the first stanza where it has, let the fall further the flight in me, in the second stanza, affliction shall advance the flight in me. Conceptually, we have basically the same thing, that as we grow weak, God makes us strong. As we grow small, God enlarges us. As we grow thin, he thickens us. As we grow poor, he enriches us. The poem shows that in a number of different ways, as well as visually. There's a lot going on in this very small poem. And it's fun the way he's taken as many different ways as he can, including the visual, and used it to take the same idea over and over and over again. God gives us much, we squander it, and yet relying on him, we get big again, big to small to big. So on this Easter day, as we enjoy the beautiful weather, and we might spend a moment thinking about religious and spiritual things, at least just a moment. And one more time, read George Herbert's Easter Wings. Lord, who createdst man in wealth and store, though foolishly he lost the same, decaying more and more, till he became most poor. With thee, O oh, let me rise as larks harmoniously, and sing this day thy victories. Then shall the fall further the flight in me. My tender age in sorrow did begin, and still with sickness and shame. Thou didst so punish sin that I became most thin. With thee let me combine and feel thy victory. For if I imp my wing on thine, affliction shall advance the flight in me. Lucky Words is a one-man show. It's just me. Typically recorded somewhere here near my home in Utah. 
sometimes traveling out and about, always recorded outdoors and typically in a single take. If you'd like to read the text of today's poem or any of the other poems or anything else, some quotes about art or the outdoors, if you'd like to read some essays that I've written, it's all available at jeffreywindsor.net.